In case 17-949, Sturgeon versus Frost, Justice Kagan has the opinion of the Court. The Alaska National Interest Lands Conservation Act, called ANILCA for short, set aside more than 100 million acres of federally owned land in Alaska for preservation. With that land, Congress created 10 new national parks. But in drawing the boundaries of those new parks, Congress made an unusual choice. Instead of enclosing only lands the federal government owns, Congress decided to track Alaska's natural terrain. The result was to sweep into the parks more than 18 million acres of land owned by the state, native tribes, or private parties. And similarly, waters that the federal government doesn't own also wound up within the boundaries of the new parks. This case is mainly about the Park Service's authority to regulate those non-federally owned lands and waters. The case was brought by an Alaskan named John Sturgeon, who likes to hunt moose. To reach his favorite hunting ground, he used to travel by hovercraft over a stretch of the Nation River that flows through the Yukon-Charlie Preserve, one of the new parks Anilka created. But one fateful day, park rangers stopped Sturgeon and told him that operating a hovercraft within a national park violates a Park Service regulation, which indeed it does. Sturgeon responded by bringing this lawsuit, arguing that the Park Service can't enforce that regulation on the part of the Nation River in the Yukon-Charlie. The suit has a complicated history. In fact, this is the second time it's reached this court. But now we finally resolve it for good by saying that Sturgeon can take his hovercraft out of storage. The first question we consider is whether the Nation River counts as public land under ANILCA. The phrase public land is a defined term in the statute that basically means all lands, waters, and interests that the federal government owns. If the Nation River were public land, everyone agrees the Park Service could regulate it. After all, it would be the federal government's own property. But for various reasons, we reject the government's argument that it holds a property interest in the Nation River. That brings us to the question whether the Park Service can regulate non-federally owned lands and waters within Alaskan national parks. If the Park Service has that kind of regulatory authority, then it can enforce its rule against hovercrafts on the Nation River. But if the Park Service's authority extends only to federally owned land and water in Alaskan parks, then Sturgeon and others are free to use their hovercrafts on the Nation River. We hold that Anilka cabins the Park Service's authority to only federally owned lands and waters within Alaskan national parks. I won't go over all the complicated statutory analysis. I'll just say that in writing ANILCA, Congress was acutely aware of how much state, native, and private land and water were being placed within the outer boundaries of national parks. And what the statute shows is that Congress didn't want those non-federal lands and waters regulated in the same way as the federal ones. So ANILCA essentially declared that the non-federal lands and waters, even though within the park's boundaries, weren't parkland at all. And if they aren't parkland, 
they can't be regulated as parkland. So just as Sturgeon can drive his hovercraft on rivers outside Alaskan national parks, so too he can drive it on non-federally owned waters within those parks. We recognize that our decision today means that the Park Service has less authority over rivers in Alaskan parks than in other national parks across the country, where, for example, the Park Service can enforce its hovercraft regulation. But as we said the last time this case was before us, in some matters, ANILCA made Alaska the exception, not the rule. Accordingly, we reverse the decision below and wish Sturgeon good hunting. (laughs) The opinion is unanimous. Justice Sotomayor has filed a concurring opinion in which Justice Ginsburg joins.